0: As you grow through networking, don't go through all the hard part of getting the leads and then not follow up on those leads. Hey, it's JP. Hi, it's Excel. And you're listening to Terry Shower on the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. This is a bit of a special episode. I am broadcasting from the Rubicon Real Estate Wealth. Builders Conference in Phoenix, Arizona. And the uh, conference organizers are kind enough to set up a booth where um, us podcasters can record a show live. And so what I wanted to do in this sole episode is just give you a little bit of my impressions of the conference and also um, try to give you some of the value that I've gotten from being here uh, for the past couple of days. So the first thing I'm going to show you the conference booklet. Um, The theme of the conference is Stronger Together. And what I really like about that is that, um, you know, in the real estate space, we real estate's a people business. And so we spend really a lot of time, you know, networking and uh, putting ourselves out there to try to make connections and to meet people. And, uh, you know, for someone who's a raging introvert like me, uh, that can be a little bit difficult sometimes. And I think this mindset going in that just sets the tone of Stronger Together is Really, this idea that the people who you meet on your networking journey at conferences, or for example, you know, at our monthly networking events, um, really to the extent that you can see that as, you know, building a community of people that is going to help lift each other up, it's going to make your networking experience a whole lot more positive um, and also help you support the people that are around. And, you know, one of the keynote speeches I attended yesterday was actually by the conference organizer called Dustin Taylor. And um, I will tell you in in a few minutes how we came to be connected. But he used this metaphor of people who are, you know, following one. And when you go to networking events, you go to conferences, if this is where you are in the game, there will be people who are a few steps ahead of you and there will be people who are a few steps behind. And, you know, we all started at that place, like right over here at the very beginning of a journey. And the ability to be you know, an example and to be a resource, to be a mentor for those people you are ahead of, even if you've only taken the first two steps of your journey, right? You know, there will be people who are following you that you can help through whatever knowledge you have, through whatever connections you can make. And, um, uh, the people who are ahead of you on the journey. And, you know, I think a lot of us suffer from imposter syndrome. Uh, a lot of us have, you know, a hard time maybe. Asking those questions that would help us level up because it exposes ignorance. I know that, you know, for me, that was a challenge for a long time. And, um, so to be able to just go into a networking event, whether it's themed stronger together or not, go into a conference with that in your mindset, really takes some of the pressure off of what you're trying to do in terms of network. And that, like, okay, you know when I'm getting, having those get to know somebody conversations. The person who you're reading like being a total beginner, in which case you can, you know, put yourself in the mindset of like, what can I do to help this person make connections? What can I do to give them a little bit of knowledge that they're going to be able to walk out if you're with? And then if somebody's ahead of you, that doesn't have to be some kind of an ego problem. it's more something of like, okay, well, I'm going to go into this with a learning mindset. And if there's some question, some piece of information, some connection that this person has, um, maybe, you know, I can bring the conversation in such a way that I can open the door for them to help me if they should want. And so that's the first thing with respect to the conference. Then I wanted to just pull like a couple of things out of this booklet because I think um, the conference organizers did a really good job of putting together you know kind of a like a playbook of the kind of thought process you just you want to have when you're going into a conference or going into networking. And once again you know not everybody who's listening to this is going to feel like you're at a place where you want to, you know, travel across the country or go go to the states to spend three days at a real estate conference. But if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably because you are going to network. You want events where you want that to be part of, you know, how you're growing your business. And so, how you use those moments is actually really important. So, you know, one of the first things that they um, have us do when we get here is to set a one year and a five year term goals. And, you know, I would suggest that if you're coming to a monthly networking, that's something that you do coming in. So, you know, buy yourself a scrapbook, buy yourself some kind of little thing where you are revisiting your goals on a regular basis. And it doesn't have to be, you know, before monthly networking, but it could be. You could take one hour out of your time to really review those goals, you know, and then transforming that into, a success plan. So having, you know, one-year term goals or, um, you know, five-year goals, those are long-time horizons. And in order to make sure that you stop, stay on track, one of the essential things of goal setting, which I'm, you know, I'm sure you guys know, is to break that into smaller aspects. And I've spoken on this topic before, but as far as, um, you know, breaking up goals, there are two ways in which you can do that. And, you know, I've, I've had a, like a previous episode on um habit goals as opposed to outcome so what's the difference between a habit goal and an outcome a habit goal is some kind of a productive habit that you want to build that's going to bring you somewhere so like I, I think dieting is like a really you know good example of this that you can have a plan of somewhere you want to go and and actions you want to take to get there but the habit goals so for example you know put all the sweet stuff away where you're not going to encounter it in the kitchen when you're moving around the kitchen might be a habit goal or like let's say you you want to uh, work on something in in personal development um sometimes it's not so easy to find metrics in that uh order to cut that up into smaller pieces but you can for sure set a habit goal of reading 20 minutes of personal development material every day or um you know having a 10 minute meditation it's hard to you know metric those kind of things and then the other aspect of uh, making sure you're staying on track for goals is metrics and, you know, in, t- in terms of talking about, about what you can measure can be improved. And so if your goal is going to be something, you know, oh, I want to improve my relationships or uh, oh, I want to grow my business. Those are like super vague goals that unless you set up some kind of metrics, that are going to allow you to track that and then measure them uh, as you progress through time. It's going to be very difficult to see progress and to track. And so what the conference organizers, you know, invited us to do is to make that one-year goal, that five-year goal, and then break up those two things into either building, you know, success habits or to create some metrics that are going to allow you to see how you're progressing. Enjoying the episode so far? Have you really been listening to the episode or has your monkey mind been taking you off in one direction or another? Our mental habits can be our biggest assets or our biggest liabilities as we pursue certain goals. For me, the biggest performance gains have always come from training my mind. In my book, Mindful Landlord, I talk about how you can train your mind and how you can apply some of these strategies to your journey in the real estate field. The book is available on Amazon and also on its website, MindfulLandlord.com. Now I'll stop evangelizing for the power of mental training and let you get back to the show. Then one of the other things that, you know, I really appreciated about the the questions that they have in in the booklet is talking about who do you want to follow up with after the conference and what do you want to explore? So I think, uh, you know, for those of us who do a lot of networking, this is really, really relevant because you've gone to an event, you've gone to a conference, you've made these great contacts. Um, First of all, are you organized about the way in which you're, organizing that information. So it's very good to, you know, add someone on social media or to um, put their contact in your phone. But are you being intentional about how you carry out those follow-ups? Are you setting a time limit for yourself afterwards, 24 hours, 48 hours to reach out to that person and say, you know, I enjoyed our conversation and then take some kind of next steps in the relationship. Um, You know, is it for, in my case, you know, have them on the podcast or have some kind of business development meeting. As you grow through networking, don't go through all the hard part of getting the leads and then not follow up on those leads, not follow up on those relationships kind of in an organized and timely manner. And so, you know, I just, my phone and have like a note open that says everybody, you know, a track of everybody mm-hmm. who I met at the conference that I want to follow up with. Um, and then I'm going to set themselves kind of a, a time limit in terms of how I want to process that and the emails that I will send. So I think, you know, as you, Go through your networking activities, be it at a conference and be it, you know, at uh, at uh, different networking events. Be intentional. Set a goal for yourself. Uh, I'm going to reach out to the people that I met at this event, the ones that I want to stay in contact with, within 24 hours after the event, in order to make sure that it actually takes place. Then, one of the other questions they asked us to think about, and I think this is, you know, so important in terms of how you go about attaining the goals that you set for yourself is around boundaries and, or around the obstacles that we might So, you know, for example, I'm going to walk out of here with some goals for my business, I'm going to walk out of here with some personal development goals, but, uh, it's also a reality that there are things that are interfering with my capacity to follow through on that. And, you know, as a, as a mom of a small kid, definitely at one point in my life, childcare was one of those barriers. And you know, for me, uh, I had all these wonderful goals in my business, I had these like great fitness goals, but if you don't have a way of getting the other obstacles out of your way so that you can focus on the goals, you can really, you know, grind yourself and and feel bad because you're not having the time to work on the things that you set out for yourself. So, you know, as a part of any goal setting activity that you wanna carry out, it's also important to think about what are the things that might get in my way? And we, one of those aspects are time aspects. So what other things do I need to delegate? What do I need to get off my plate? What do I need to say no to in order for this to happen? And it might even be the way in which you order the beginning of your business. So you you know come into the office or you start with emails. What are you doing first? Are you answering all of the emails that take them in like willy nilly over the night? Or are you taking that first half hour to intentionally get your own checklist out of the way? before you become a slave to everyone else's intentions then um another thing is who is most likely to get in your way (laughs) you know in terms of and i think there's actually two answers to that one of them is you know i could get in my own way (laughs) so not just with at times and you know allowing myself to be distracted or, or get off track with my priorities but Uh, In terms of, you know, my own self-sabotage or what kind of bad mental habits do I have that when it's time to execute on this particular task, you know, I'm looking for some kind of a way out. And if you're intentional about how you can anticipate that and see, like, when did I get off track, what sidetracks me, you know, I am my own adversary, my own biggest foe in a lot of these things is, you know, some we all are. And then, you know, in terms of the other people that surround you, like, is there, are there relationships? Are there people who are somehow, you know, holding you back or preventing you from attaining your goals or having the time that you want to set out? And then how do you manage those relationships? How do you manage those obstacles in such a way that you clear them out so that you're able to have the time and the mind space and the motivation to work on whatever uh, your goals So, you know, that's kind of my brain dump of some of the reflections, some of the thoughts that I've had while being at the conference. Obviously, I can also tell you it's it's been a, like a really great experience. And I think that, you know, we uh, at the Real Estate Investors Club, a bunch to learn from events like this that are very supportive, very inclusive, and that are all about people making connections in an effort to lift each other up. Um, and maybe that's just kind of, you know, where I can finish on this. The, uh, the person who organizes the conference called uh, Dustin Heiner, this kind of a uh, a faith-based kind of person and you know if it takes some of his references from bibles which talk about you know the power of breaking bread with people the power of fellowship and power of community and whether or not you know you come from a faith tradition yourself whether or not that's something that you have and i, I think those are important values and things to reflect on uh as far as you know what we're doing in our businesses what we're doing in our real estate practice and how we bring that into our lives and that to the extent we can create fellowship and community for the people around us and do that through our real estate business and through our networking, if I can it with something. So thank you for joining me for this special episode live from uh, Phoenix, Arizona at the conference. And uh, if you found this constructive, if you found it interesting, please go ahead and share it with a friend, like it. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, remember to give us a rating, leave a comment, subscribe, and share. You can find Terry at terryshower.com. Her book, Mindful Landlord, is available on Amazon. You can also follow her on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. JP is the president of the Real Estate Investors Club. You can learn more about the club's networking and educational activities on Facebook by searching for Real Estate Investors Club. Look to the show notes to find information on our guests and links to material mentioned in the episode.